Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for an edition of the 5-0 Show. We have a new show, but a repeat guest. Randy Breitzman's here. Randy, thank you for being. Thanks for having me back again. Well, thanks for agreeing to come back. Now, this is this is probably, I was thinking the other day, done about three or 400 episodes. Never had a kid in here before. So I'm honored that we have your daughter with you, Bree. Bree, thank you for being here with us. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a weird experience to have to be in here because you got to talk uh, to us in a weird environment. So I'm going to focus my interview on Randy and Bree. If you're willing, I would love to have you answer some of these things. But by, by the way, Bree, are you off the of school this week? Yes. When do you go back? Mm-hmm. Soon. Tuesday. Tuesday. And how old are you? Eight. Okay. So you have a lot of information that I would love to ask you about. And that is, before we talk to your dad, your dad has a very cool job. Your mom has a very cool job at the police department. Are you proud of both of them? And when people hear what your mom does, are they like, oh, that's cool? Like, what do they, what do they say to you when they find out that she's a police officer? That's really cool. Will they, you tell me more about it? They think it, that's pretty cool? Yeah. If they knew how unexciting her day-to-day job was, though, they probably wouldn't think it was as cool because she gets to work with me and it's, you know, I'm pretty boring. But recently you went to one of the precincts and you were able to give a tour at the Mountain View Precinct with some of your friends. How was that? Um, It was really cool to see all my friends there with me. Did you have kind of a sense of pride like... Yeah, you know, this is my family. This is what we do. Did you kind of feel like, yeah, this was my 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 thing? Like, yeah, I'm glad you guys could join me here. Was it kind of a cool thing? Like, you felt like, yeah, I belong here. Yeah. Have you ever thought about being a police officer? Um, yes, a lot. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I hope you consider it. We got a couple years left, but uh, you've got a pretty good role model. Your dad has served in the military, and now he's got a cool job as well. When you look at your dad, and he's so laid back kind of goofy are you ever like wow he's a really good dad yeah yeah it's hard to believe that he has such an important job and has really protects people like he does huh mm-hmm. i like giving your dad a hard time too randy thank you for coming back in uh the last time you were here in case no one heard it you have a very cool career uh, having served in the military now you're in kind of a related field and i know that we we probably won't go down that road But what I appreciate most about you is you're an incredible dad. So before we really talk about uh, what your day-to-day, if you would, talk a little bit about who your family is, how much they mean to you. And then I want to ask you, how do you find the balance to do all those things? Well, it can be very challenging at times, Jamie. But to answer your question, I have my wife. We've been married a little over 10 years now, going on to 11. Uh, It's been a very wonderful time. We have two daughters, uh, one from my wife's prior marriage. Her name's Lauren and Brian, who is our own. Uh, Brian's eight years old, and she's quite a good artist. In fact, she's such a good artist, she was asked to do some cards by one of the chiefs up in the office. And I think you know the rest of the story there, but she sold over $5,000 worth of cards at eight years old. And is very proud of herself because she's beat dad in her mind. <laughs> but let's talk about that because she didn't just put the 5000 in her pocket. What, what was that about? Like, can you tell the story a little bit? Uh, they 
had she was approached by Chief Martos to make some cards, which she did. Chief Martos took them over to a business owner in Scottsdale who has been selling them out of there for quite some time. And somebody around about the Christmas season decided to be a very, very nice individual and deliver box loads of them to every precinct in Phoenix. Those those uh, appreciation items mean so much to so many. And Bree, I don't know if you know this. Recently, your mom came in. She showed us um, it, it was a drawing, and I, it looked like a cartoon. It looked like it was from a, a book. And then she said, no, Bree did that. And I go, no, no, that's a professional-looking one. And she, she showed me how you, with the lines and the markers that you use, it looked very professional quality. Do you find drawing to be very easy? Yes. Kind of a natural gift you have? Mm-hmm. Because I know that you have relatives who kind of uh, do that for a living. Is that something that you think you might consider doing? Yes. What do you enjoy most about it? Um, honestly, just drawing and letting my imagination take over. That's a great answer. So if I said to you, hey, we want to draw a dog, and I described how the dog looked like, I gave you a pen, paper, crayons, all this stuff, in your mind you could formulate that and you could probably print a very cool representation of what that dog looked like. Is that something that you could very easily do, picture in your mind and put it down on paper? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a gift of a good artist. Maybe I'll take an art class and have you come in and speak to the class. Because, hey, Randy, tell me if I'm lying. They looked professionally done. I have them hung up on my cue ball, although my wife has more of them because she steals them every time uh, Bree <laughs> makes one. And I've even had my coworkers at MD Helicopters come and ask me if they could have a copy of them for their cube. So if I hear you right, the children draw photos for who they who their favorite parent is. That's kind of what I'm hearing? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So when you were in the military, being away from your family, I mean, we, we all hear about it on the news, particularly during Christmas time, you would see a heartbreaking video uh, of a soldier returning home, spending time with their children. And, and I think most of us, myself included, you see that and it, and it pulls on the heartstrings, but we don't have an appreciation for what that truly is like. Can you talk about the amazing men and women who serve being away from their families? Can you even give us a glimpse of what that is like? I can certainly try to do that. So I spent a couple of deployments in Iraq. I was away from my family at every major holiday, Thanksgivings, Christmas, Independence Day, etc. Being over there, especially at the start of the Iraq campaign, the conditions were very austere. We were literally living in tents, uh, reapportioned hangars that were infested with all kinds of vermin uh, at one point uh, round about, in fact, the 4th of July. Uh, I wound up with over 250 uh, insect bites on my legs because we were just in a new area that had not been populated and and that happened. But, you know, Christmas, it, by that point, we kind of had a little bit of Internet running, uh, what they call Internet cafes at the time. Uh, they were basically tents with about four computers that you could go and send email or maybe if you were lucky and the weather was just right, kind of have the the preface to FaceTime, you know, a video call by Skype or something like that. Um, and I can remember one episode that I thought probably would be the end of my mother. I happened to be sitting in the Internet cafe closest to the hangar that we were working out of because I was a, a helicopter pilot. And I was talking with her for my 15 minutes of allotted time when the air raid sirens went off and shells started coming in and we all had to book. I didn't even bother to hang up 
the the Skype call. And as she's looking out at the now empty tent, looking out the opening, she can see a shell splash and, and the dirt blossom from where that mortar round hit. And I think she probably was on the edge of her seat for quite some time until we got everything reestablished, you know, after seeing that. So. Dude, here's why I love having you in this show. Not only is it the gravelly voice, kind of a Mike Broomhead kind of thing, you tell an amazing story. So for guys like me who never served, I hear those stories, and I, I, I'm so thankful, one, that I'm home every night with my family, but I'm even more thankful that there are men and women who say, I'm going to go out there in harm's way, and those little creature comforts we take for granted, like Internet, they do without just so the rest of us can have. So if I don't say this a million times, say thank you. Truly, thank you for, for, for your service. Now, a cool thing's going on as you're talking. So Bree and you are holding hands, and she keeps looking to you as her dad, and I noticed, and, and her mom at one point. So what does it mean when you see, when you're here, and you get to enjoy those, those little things that maybe you would other, otherwise not have, have gotten to enjoy? Uh, the smiles, the drawings, all those things. You get to see the day-to-day that's got to mean so much to you. It is probably the best feeling in the world when my daughter comes home and goes, here, Daddy, look what I made for you, and hands me one of her drawings. It is outstanding. Um, My younger or my older daughter, excuse me, she made me a couple of drawings. She's not as artistically inclined, but she did what she felt like she wanted to do and sent them to me when I was in Iraq. And my wife hates it, but the garage has one of my giant foot lockers that I took with me overseas. Think of it like a... A big, you know, trunk that's about twice as tall as a normal trunk and taped inside the lid still are some of the drawings and pictures that they sent me from 12 to 13 years ago while I was gone uh, right after getting married. In fact, I came home from a 2010 deployment to get married to my wife. See, that's a cool story. Now, as you're telling it, Bree, you look like you were going to giggle. Does your mom get mad at your dad about the footlocker every so often? Does it come up? Yeah. What doesn't she like about it? Takes up space? Yeah. Yeah. It's got her police tactical gear in it now, so you know don't don't think she's going to get away scot free out of this. So I th- th- that was a brilliant segue. So I tell people all the time, you know, um, what her and I do, we get to work together. Uh, it probably a lot of folks when they picture police work, it's it's going out and running and jumping and and taking people into custody and making the community safer. We do it from a different way. It's a little more administrative, but it doesn't make. You know, what we've done in the past, it doesn't make it less important. And certainly for the men and women who are out there serving, particularly right now as they're listening to this, we're so appreciative for what they do. When you think of your wife and you think of all the different positions that she's held through the department, I know you're proud of her, but like, what does that mean to you when you see her leaving and she's having an impact? What does that mean to you? Can you even put that into words? It's really rather tough to put that into words. You might ask Bree what that means to her, but. From my standpoint, I know that she's doing every day what I did. The one, uh, and I'll never compare what we do to what you do, but I'll tell you what I do appreciate tremendously. The friendships, uh, the the camaraderie, the family feel. I, I, I've never been in the military, but I love that about the police department. And when you travel with the police department and you meet officers from whether it's Australia or Iowa, you just feel like you have that connection and that bond. Bree, when we talk about your mom and what she does, I know you're proud of her, but like, what does that mean to you? Like, it's it's just amazing that she can do so much stuff, and it's just like amazing. And still be a good mom. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
it's very difficult as uh, to find the balance. But I think I think you worded it perfectly. Somebody out there, Randy, and I think I asked you this last time. Somebody out there is considering uh, entering the military, and you talked about you know some of the hardships, but you also have very fond memories. What would you say to somebody who's considering entering and serving? You'll make some of the best friends that you never thought you would ever make, people from completely different walks of life. Uh, I grew up in a small-town farming-type community, and I am friends with guys that grew up in what I would call an inner city by comparison that I haven't seen physically in 15-plus years, but we still exchange regular emails. We still laugh and, of course, forward the infamous, you know, Internet jokes around as well. So. And, and the moment you do see them, it's almost, I'm guessing, you pick up where you left off. That's correct. In fact, I had that happen at MD not too long ago. Uh, one of the guys that I was in a roommate with when I was in flight school at Fort Rucker showed up on an Army team that was coming out for a conference. And we literally were like instantaneous exactly where we were in flight school, you know, hung out for the week that they were there and, and went on about business. Randy, I can't thank you enough for coming back, and I can't thank you enough for serving as you served. And, Bree, thank you for joining us for this radio show. You are literally the first, and I hate to use the word kid, but you're the first kid who's ever done this show with us. What would you think? It's really cool. Would you ever come back? Yeah. I agree with your parents. I think your drawings are amazing, and I really appreciate what you did to help uh, support the police department with them. That was incredibly cool, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, as always, to you, the listening audience, to Bonneville for this time, and for Ed, our very patient producer. We hope everyone had a great and safe New Year, and until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.